Welcome to From Numbness to Fulfillment podcast with Jordana Miazza. That's me. My goal here is to help you feel alive, love your life and enjoy it to the fullest. For this, we'll use incredible breakthrough tools, insights and research that I discovered in my own journey from a very disconnected self to who I am today. So if you feel kind of unplugged from your life, from who you truly are or lost or stuck, and you want to not only know but become the best wholehearted version you can be, I am so here for you. And I promise you'll feel free, empowered, and more you than ever before. So grab a cup of your favorite drink, get comfortable, and come join me every week in this journey from numbness to fulfillment. Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of From Numbness to Fulfillment. How are you? How is everything going in this 2021? How was it all from last week? Did you do it? What's your why? Let me know. I want to know. I want to know. If you didn't listen to that one, I really encourage you to go and do that exercise and use that tool to know what's your biggest drive. We all know that there are days that we are kind of in flow, that no matter what's going on or not in our lives, we feel that we can conquer the world, which feels fantastic. And you don't need anything else apart from that beautiful energy to take you wherever you want to go. But here's the catch. For as long as that impulse lasts, it really reminds me when I was a kid, there was this game called Super Mario. <laughs> yes, I'm 37. That tells my age. And whenever Mario or Luigi, which was the other character, whatever character you played as, um, whenever that character hit a block and a star came out, as soon as this character touched that star, um, you could run super, super fast and whatever was in your way got pushed out of the way without doing any harm to your character. This superpower just lasted um, something like four or five seconds. I don't know. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. So you could really get ahead super fast, but then eventually you'd go back to your usual speed and vulnerability against threats. So going back to your drive, your why is fully formed by the age of 18 and even younger than that. And it's always the same until you die. I actually did that tool, that exercise um, with my son that's 13. And it was so eye-opening. I could see his eyes of asking, where is this coming from? You know, like the answer came fast, faster than he could even think about the answer. And to my surprise, his why is almost the same as mine. Odd, right? I don't know. Um, anyway, today I want to talk about what drains us. I thought that it would be the perfect next step to our last episode, as now you have your motivation, but still have things in your life that are not only not helping you grow, but they are actually diminishing your growth. I remember back when I was doing my business coaching certification, I learned about a motivation theory that is so simple and so effective. You see a pattern here. I love simple and effective tools. <laughs> they work the best. I actually did a whole exam about this theory because it is so, so effective, not only in business environments, but also in our personal lives as well. Obviously, it depends to what you apply this theory, but to make it simple, 
This theory, the Herzberg's two-factor motivation theory, explains how you can improve performance of any individual by paying attention and making adjustments in these two things, hygiene factors and motivators. Ignore the fancy words, simply pay attention to what these two things are and you can improve any performance, not only yours, but in people around you. And not only in work environments, but also in your relationships. Your partner, your kids, your friends, any relationship will be benefited by this. The hygiene factors are the things that are diminishing performance. So they need to be cleaned or removed or improved. Hygiene. And motivators are things that drive the person to perform better. Motivation. So how can you apply this in your life? Simple. Let's put two examples. In the first one, let's say you have a relationship with your partner that is not in the best of places right now. What you can do is have a look at what things can be hurting your relationship. What is it? Arguing about who throws out the trash, about dishes, or money, or things in the past? Whatever that is, make a list of those and try and see if you can reduce one or as many as you can from that list. There are so many things I could say about this, like see what triggers these talks, but today we won't talk about that. Today is all about simplicity of doing, focusing on hygiene. What can you remove from your life? What can you do less of? What can you create as a better experience around that thing that drains you? Can you do something to make it less damaging? Let's try another example. What are the things that diminish your performance in your life? Do you drink too much? Do you stay up late and don't have enough sleep? Do you procrastinate? Do you get distracted easily with notifications? Do you lose control in social media, rabbit hole and waste precious time you could use for something that moves the needle forward for you? What drains your energy? You know yourself and you know all about me. I'm always saying pay attention to yourself. You have all the answers. So you know yourself. So being dead honest, what are the things that you know you do or not do that are damaging your performance or your growth or diminish your possibility to reach your goals? Make a list and try removing, reducing or repurposing those things on the list. Today it was all about what drains you, but because I already told you about the Herzberg theory, let's go a step further. Make a list of the things that light you up. What are the things that energize you, that make you happy, alive, free, light? Is it dancing, painting, running, boxing, walking, playing with your pet, um, laughing with your kids or your friends, cooking, building something? What is it? Again, you know yourself. So pay attention to your day. Identify what are the things that make you feel lighter, happier, freer, then see if you can do more of that. Even a minute more every day will be compounding at the end of the week, definitely showing its benefits. So in summary, do less of what hurts you, do more of what energizes or motivates you, do less what diminishes your performance and do more of what improves it. Those were two ways of saying the same thing, just to see what words work best for you. Try it with your relationships. Is there something you can do to make the connection between the two of you stronger or more special or alive? You see, I chose the same words on purpose. 
So you can see that we are not this or that. We are not business or personal. We are one. And that oneness is reflected in everything, even in our vocabulary. We cannot split into how we are here and how we are there. We try that, been there, done that, it doesn't work. The only way we can feel alive, be fulfilled, is if we stop hiding our true nature and just be ourselves. Did you notice that when you are in a good mood, it's harder for people to bring you down? And at the same time, it's easier for you to lift them up. It's contagious, like yawning. <laughs> That's not a scientific fact, though. <laughs> I didn't check. I should have, but, well, next time. You know, there was an ad in Argentina many years ago about a phone company. And the ad was people yawning because they saw someone else. So a person would walk by another one while yawning. And then that person started yawning and another one saw them and, and so on and so on. It was about communication and connection with something as simple and natural as yawning. Brilliant. I loved it. Okay, way out of topic here. So once more, to summarize, make a list of things that drain you. Think hygiene. What do I need to clean? What things I would benefit if I cleaned them, remove them out of my life? Or if I can't remove it, is there something I can do to make it better for me? Oh, so why not maybe delegate it? For example, I cook less than my husband. He loves to cook super gourmet and makes this beautiful and super flavorful meals. And me, yes, I love to eat and love food to be flavorful and a pleasure to eat. But cooking, eh, not so much. I cook really good. And that's not me being modest, but just an observation. And the acknowledgement that it's not a lack of skill. It's just that I don't enjoy it as much as other things. Or I prefer to use my time doing other things. I don't know, it's just heavier for me than doing other things like the laundry. I don't really care doing that. That's why I do the laundry and my husband cooks more than me in the week. That's our agreement. And when I do cook, I make it more enjoyable by putting some Latin music and dancing or, or singing or listening to an audiobook or being clubhouse that I am enjoying that platform lately. It's so amazing. So you see, you have many, many options when you find something that you feel is not the best use of your time. And if you can't remove it, try other ways like delegating or interchange tasks with another person. And if you and only you can do that, then find ways of doing those things that are more enjoyable, fun. Try to see with different eyes. What could you do? All right, I hope you found this episode helpful. I really thought that this was the perfect next thing to to our last episode about motivation and your biggest drive because we need that balance right we need um we need that <laughs> you know like a bit of sugar a bit of salt we need that balance and it's not everything about motivation we also need to check what are the things that are draining us it's like in business you can, you cannot just think or, or in your personal life as well if you if you want to improve your finance you not only need to stop spending in your money new things or, or spend less, but you also need to check where are you spending money nonsense. You know, like you need to remove subscriptions or, or things that are draining your money. 
that don't add any value to you. So we always need to check on those kind of opposites. But they're not, they're all part of the same. But still, you get the gist. Let me know if you're implementing all these things in your life. I love to know what works for you. And if there is something, some area of your life that you need help with and you feel that you're struggling, just send me a message and I'll give you some tools or, or, or something that can help you in that area. You can connect with me through Instagram. My handle is at jordana.miazza or by email to jordana at fulfillment.com. or you can join our community on Facebook. That's from numbness to fulfillment community. You have all the information in the show notes if you need. If you think there is someone in your life that would benefit from this episode, please share it with them. If you can leave a podcast review on the same platform you're listening from, unless it's Spotify, they still don't have that option. There's a quick link in the show notes with more options if you want to check that out. So let's keep spreading love and kindness and empathy all over the world. I'm loving this. I'm really loving doing this. Today, I'll leave you with a song of ours called Slowing Down. I hope you enjoy it. I'll come back next week to give you more ways to go from numbness to fulfillment. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye.